Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. This is Cynthia Cherish Malloran, Reverend DJ Cherish the Love, and you are listening to Primary Food on Heritage Radio Network. Before you forget, let me tell you how to reach out to me and get my attention on social media, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at DJ Cherish the Love, and that's love spelled L-U-V, and hashtag using primary food, or heritage underscore radio or hashtag Rev Love. So welcome to the fourth season of Primary Food. And uh, really excited for today's guests. Some really important stuff we're going to be discussing today. Uh, but first, what exactly is primary food? So I learned this really great concept in nutrition school at IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, that the food you eat, you know, the stuff we put in our mouths and chew and enjoy, we consider that secondary food. Primary food is everything else in life that nourishes us before we sit down and eat. And that's stuff like enjoying music, reading a book, hanging out with friends, cooking food, enjoying food with friends, having a great job, creative expression, playing games, exercise, stuff like that. And I'm so glad that I learned this because it was the high-quality primary food that I kept in my life while going through chemotherapy last year that kept me happy and healing my cancer. So... Primary Food is produced by Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit member supported radio station devoted to all things food. Help keep Heritage Radio Network alive by becoming a member today. Go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. Do it now, and I will love you forever. So today's guest on primary food combines, actually, for the next half hour, we're going to be combining secondary and primary food with a theme of exploration, compassion, and politics. And today's guests, I have the three founders behind Breaking Bread NYC, Scott Weiner, Steph Mantis, and Jeff Orlick. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like what you guys have created and what you're putting out there is so freaking necessary right now. So who wants to start and give an intro on what Breaking Bread NYC is and why it had to happen? Well, I, I think it's first easiest to start with why it had to happen. Which and that's is, Scott. Yeah, this is this Scott. This is Scott's voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's a lot going on in the United States right now politically uh, that is disturbing 
to I know to the three of us and to the rest of us who are involved with breaking bread and to a lot of us in New York and a lot of us in the rest of the country and people are trying to figure out how to best respond and a lot of people are marching and protesting and some people are ranting on their Facebook pages or you know uh, complaining to other people at the dinner table our way of doing it well, we've decided is to take a positive angle on it and try to be inclusive of people who are different rather than exclusive of people who are different and we try to do that with um with this project breaking bread nyc which is just really a collective aimed at producing food events that open different cuisines up to people who are not used to trying them so as jeff calls it food diplomacy a way of of uh you know sharing food and doing that as a means of sharing experiences so let's be very specific, though. What happened, and then what did you guys do about it? Because for people who, you know, believe it or not, there are people on the fence about this topic. This is true. And this is a very, shouldn't be a polarizing topic. So tell us, in your words, in your opinions, what the ban is, why it's so wrong. Tell us everything you're feeling, because this is an educational moment. And I think it's really important for you guys to just be real about it. <laughs> okay, we will. Yeah, it's a, uh, well. Careful what you ask for. <laughs> be real. So just over a week ago, it was a Friday, and uh, President Donald J. Trump signed an executive order that did a couple of different things. And one of them was a ban on all refugees for 120 days and a ban on all um on all immigration from seven Muslim-majority countries for 90 days. And the combination of those two things happening in a sweeping an executive order that wasn't put up for discussion or debate, um, because clearly so many people are against it, was so rattling um, that all... I know in, in our experience, being New Yorkers, we see everybody in the city just exploded. And it was actually really comforting to know that there was such an explosion. Uh, and I know among the three of us, me and Steph and Jeff and Sirhan, who's the fourth one of us who started doing all this, we, uh, you know, I, I know all of us were doing different things at that moment on that weekend. And I was at a community meeting that Sunday in my neighborhood in Brooklyn and, you know, outside in the cold because there were so many people there who could not fit inside this community meeting. And it was really awesome to see like everybody's trying to do something. And I just thought, well, maybe there's... What can I actually do? What can I physically do? So I texted Jeff and I said, hey, why don't we just, why don't we do like a, a food tour featuring food from those seven banned nations? And um, Jeff used to do food tours in Queens. I do food tours all over the city. That's like our language. And uh, he didn't get back to me that night. I was pretty mad. He <laughs> was but, sleeping. I know. I know you're sleeping. And then the next, so the next day I put it up, or maybe it was even that night, I put it up on Facebook Hey, who's interested? And immediately, Steph Mantis jumps back with, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and then my phone's ringing. She's like, yes, let's do this. What can we do? And it was like wildfire. The number of people who were interested in doing something, uh, just doing something proactive to be positive and to show not, not so much just, oh, why this is a terrible idea, but more like why it's a good idea to take that opposite view and to, to be inclusive. So rather than keeping somebody away from the table, welcoming them to the table. 
So what is the actual action, the proactive action that you guys do? Tell us about it and how do we invite people to check out these restaurants and name the restaurants and the cuisines and the countries? Because this is, it's really amazing that you're able to see what positive thing you can do with some bomb of shit that (laughs) fell on all of us. So tell us about the actual invitation to check out these cuisines and restaurants. So just before we even get into the actual stuff, basically we kind of, the four of us were like, well, let's do what we do, which is food-related stuff in some capacity. These guys do food tours. I do food design. So you do what you do plus this new lens, and that's where you end up with a new awesome thing. So we said, why don't we quickly put together a food tour featuring the cuisine of uh, you know some some of the countries in the band, and we know one area where all that's happening is Atlantic Ave in Brooklyn. And so we went out, talked to a bunch of the store owners, got a sense of if they were wanting to be a part part of this. They all did. Um, this was also right on the heels of the uh, Yemeni bodega uh, protest. And so once that happened, everything was kind of galvanized, and it was like, yes, whatever we can do to bring attention to this, we're going to do that. And so then we just said, okay, let's see what happens. This is a pretty scrappy. I mean, this was an idea on Sunday. We got together on Tuesday night, uh, and we launched this first tour that Saturday. So we're talking about six days turnaround time Wow, from concept to execution, yeah. And so food tours are one thing we're doing. We're hosting a dinner this Saturday at Safari in Harlem. It's New York City's first Somali restaurant. Um, It's going to be awesome. We're selling tickets on our website, um, BreakingBreadNYC.com. You can find us on Facebook at BreakingBreadNY and on Twitter at BreakBreadNYC. Uh, hashtag across all platforms is hashtag breaking bread NYC. And, and yeah, so we're basically like putting together events as we go. We're still pretty fresh and young out of the oven, if you will. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're kind of just like, we got to do something. We put out a call and people have been really, really responsive. You know, I see, we see like all these opportunities are coming forth. Um, the first start with the tour and we're doing a map every week. We're sending to people. Um, and then we have this one, this one, Myra Alperson, who is a legendary tour guide, and she's doing all these tours also with it. And so, and people are approaching us from everywhere that want to help and that are offering their skills and abilities. And so things are so. I mean, we're Organic. not doing we're not doing one thing. As things happen throughout the band, and we we intend to to do this until the band is over. I think maybe more. Can we put to words what people have been thinking, which is, you know, people know and they feel this is wrong. Can you guys put to words why it's wrong and help others out so that they can communicate to other people why it's wrong and spread the word? Some people, you know, they feel that it's wrong, but they don't know how to continue the message. Like it's wrong because. Well, I mean, in New York city, it's easy. I mean, the problem is it's not the problem, but the great thing about NYC is that, Everyone is our neighbor. Every, every person from everywhere is our neighbor. If Brooklyn, New York City, Queens was a microcosm of the whole United States, this wouldn't be a problem. I think everyone would understand. And we are kind of preaching to the choir because everyone, because people that are into it, are, are this, is, this is what they're passionate about. Um, I think part of it, too, is that outside of, you know, cities people don't have access to this culture and so it's easy to be afraid of it and and food is such a universal thing you know you have to eat lunch every day and right now where you spend those lunch dollars actually has a little more impact than you might think 
And so just even even talking about like what are you getting for lunch? Like do you want to try this other thing? You can't do that everywhere, but doing stuff like this, hopefully, you know, one of our one of our goals is not just to do these events, but to inspire other people in other cities to do these events. There's no reason you don't need our permission. Just go for it. And that's really important. You yeah. made a great point that there might be other parts of this country that aren't exposed to people and cuisine from Iran, Iraq, Sudan, Syria, Libya, Somalia, and Yemen, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> we have a lot of that in this city. But that doesn't mean that there aren't immigrants in those other cities doing what they do like they do it here. I mean, the other thing, too, is like we take for granted that a lot of the food we love as in this country, a lot of the foods that have the biggest fan clubs, pizza, tacos, sushi, they're all immigrant foods. Aha. They're all immigrant go. foods. There and we kind go. of have absorbed them at this point as American, you know, we've got restaurants and cultures like devote just to, devoted just to those foods. But that's just because we got there first with them. Who's to say we're not going to fall in love with something from Yemen or Iraq or Iran? Have you guys so far learned about new foods in, in this process already? Absolutely. Oh. I, I mean, none of us are experts on this cuisine at all, Ooh, which is why us. Well, when we, started, when we started doing this, we were reaching out to all these people saying like, hey, does anybody know about this cuisine? Because like, we oh, know we want to do it, but we don't know anything about it. So like, really, we, we started going to those restaurants. The three of us met up and we just was, we said, okay, we got to hit these places. Let's try something here and there. And I mean... On so many ways of, of cooking a lamb, unbelievable. Yeah. And tomato. I was kind of shocked with, I don't remember the name of the dish we had, which is like, this is what we have to work on. But the one we had at Yemen Cafe, the like tomato and... Oh, the stew? The, the bubbling stew. stew. Oh, man. I don't How many what, ways what to called. make a tomato? Yeah. Oh, it was it was And beans, like, you know, just Fava beans, yeah. dips, like um, fool was, was my fool. favorite. Fool, that was the one. That was the one. Fool, yeah. That was Yemen cuisine. Don't be a fool. Like, try the fool. <laughs> try the fool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so good. I mean, really, we learned so much about, about these cuisines. And we're, we're, not, we're not doing this because we're experts in the cuisine. It's just we, we know what, what the end game is. And the end game is just understanding. That's all it is. Because, like, we can't forget this is not just about being afraid of immigrants. This is because the president of the United States thinks that people who all look like one picture of a terrorist are all terrorists. I don't think he's ever eaten in these restaurants. He likes Big Macs, which is fine. You can like a Big Mac, but I would love to welcome him to try some of these restaurants. And that could be a bridge, not for him, but for other, for some more sane people, it's a, it's a bridge because the lack of understanding starts with, um, uh, with, with that disconnect. And, the, even that phrase, breaking bread, it refers to sitting down, enjoying a right. meal together. It could be any food. You sit down with somebody you've never met before and you eat, and suddenly there's something to talk about. Like if you and I sit down and we, we're at Roberta's, we eat pizza together, We can I can look at the way you're eating it or what you order, and there's I know a little bit more about you. And when you enjoy a f common food together, then that's a whole other level of intimacy. And it's just it's that. peacemaking. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it, as opposed to like highlighting the negativity. You're actually like everything's on the table. You're eating the same food. You're not trying to hurt each other. There's a shared experience. Now you have something to refer back to. You have something to talk about. If you don't want to talk about each other, you can talk about the food. <laughs> um, and so it's pe food brings people together one way or the other. Sometimes it's because there's not enough of it, and sometimes there's be it's because we're sharing it. In this case, hopefully, it's because we're sharing it. And you just described the whole point of primary food, 
right there. <laughs> Didn't even know. Yeah. Sharing food is one of my favorite primary foods because, like you said, it's a social gathering. And what better of a social gathering with food than to learn about other cultures and to dispel the biggest problem, which is fear. So what can yeah. you put out there in the world for people who are... People are afraid of other people's foods. Totally. I mean, this is, this is why we did these. This is the purpose of, of that particular tour that we did. Um, you know, we, we didn't know about these cultures when we went into it, when we were planning the tour. And that's okay. Uh, so we didn't do it like a traditional tour that we're used to doing where we'd expound on something and, and teach. But it was more of just getting people to walk in the door and to be uh, to feel to feel I guess uh, comfort like they they belong here too. I guess that is a problem. Like people see the door and mm-hmm. they don't they don't know what it's all this mystery, all these clouds. That's that's what stops them from coming. But for for this tour that we organized, we just very, made it very simple. We went to each place and we took a recommendation for something to split, and we had that set up for them as they came in. So there wasn't like this this um, barrier for when they came in and they had to figure out well, what do I order or what do I do or who do I talk to. Hmm. We made all, the decisions for you. Yeah, okay, it was all yeah. very streamlined. Um, and so like something like that is something that, that should be done in other cities too. Like it's not hard to do this type of thing. Um, you Really the hardest part is just walking in the door. Hmm. So we walk in, in the door and we could discuss it and, and you just smelling what other people were smelling and especially in, at a busy lunchtime by the time we ended it the whole Yemen cafe Yemen cuisine they're all packed and wow. it's like so awesome a scene to see everyone eating and like I want to go back there six times to have everything everybody else had and it's like it's just a whole new world that's opening up and you want to understand I think Breaking Bread NYC is really about awareness A lot of the tours and a lot of the events that we've done in our other businesses are more about informing and educating. And this is this is much more about awareness. And kind of like Jeff says, you know, you you have to point out the door in order for someone to walk through it. So what we're doing is hopefully raising awareness, telling you, like, hey, did you know all these restaurants are here? Like, you can go there, too. And what we're finding is people are actually you kind of have to be explicit about it and say, like, go here. This is the place. And so. We're happy to do that. That's that's the whole point of this. We're, we want to bring eyes and ears and and dollars, frankly, to these communities in the time that they're being being squeezed a bit. And yeah. stomachs. I mean, yeah, and stomachs, mostly a, stomachs. A plate, uh, like a plate alone, is is very shallow. It really does not go beyond that. But like, there's just so much that that branches out from that, and the whole community and everything um, that's important. Along, like, also these communities, uh, as far as the Yemeni and Syrian, they've been here for a hundred years. So, like, they're mm. okay. Like, they're doing okay. They don't really... I mean, like, it's not well, a charity thing. It's a community thing. It's awareness. getting to know our yeah. neighbors. Yeah. And I think what Jeff's saying is interesting because, you know, they're doing okay in that, yeah, they're, they've been here longer than we have been here, but they're not doing okay if this is what the yeah. rest of the country is doing. And that's why when we walked into those places and, you know, with groups of people and filling them up, like, we were out of place but they didn't make us feel out of place. Yeah. Think about how they feel, it, not in New York City, anywhere else, where you are very much a minority and people don't make you feel quite as warm. And hopefully that kind of thing will spread. And it's, you know, it's incredible to see a room full of people get so excited about something. And it's only because, as Jeff pointed out, you point them out and say, this is what it is. And like Steph was saying, 
you explicitly say this is the place and this is the time to go. Yeah. And we're kind of organizing the. I know at least part of what's driving me is that I want to check these places out. Certainly. I'm signing up for all yeah. the events yeah. we're doing. Like, and also like as for for you for your viewers at home listeners, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter if the if you like the food. That, that's that's all. Like for doing tours. Um, like it, it's okay if someone does, does not like a dish, because there are there are fifty different dishes at a place, and just piquing their interest a little bit, um, that's going to inspire people to go again and again. So, so I'm just saying, like, don't put so much emphasis on getting the perfect food to match everyone's likings. It's okay. That's a really great point. So, like you said, during tours, you're not expected to like every single thing, but you're oh, yeah. just going to experience. It doesn't matter if you like Like, when I did tours, it didn't matter if you like it. Just walk in and try it and talk to people, and that is the tour. That's really awesome. Okay, so we're going to take a little sponsor break, and then we'll come back with Brick and Bread New York City and uh, how they're affecting the communities. Today's program is brought to you by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Wisconsin produces the world's best cheese, period. Why? Lush grasslands, glacial water supply, fourth-generation cheesemakers, combining old-world tradition with the new ideas and highest standards. The very best milk. What do you think of when you think of Wisconsin cheese? For me, I think cheese curds, delicious fresh cheese curds, or deep-fried cheese curds. Cheese curds literally any way, any time, any place. I think about Andy Hatch and Upland's Cheese Company, the operation behind the Pleasant Ridge Reserve cheese that's literally America's most awarded cheese. I think of the deliciously stinky Limburger and its long-storied history. I think about Raleigh's Dumbarton Blue, a perfect blend of English-style cheddar and notes of blue. I think of Emmy Roth's Grand Cru Chirchois, which was named 2016's World Champion at the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wisconsin is like the world champion of cheese, and once you start reading the list of cheeses made in Wisconsin on their website, you can see why. The Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board is a nonprofit organization funded entirely by Wisconsin's dairy farm families. Read more at eatwisconsincheese.com. And as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, eat Wisconsin cheese. It's a no-brainer. And we're back with Scott Wiener, Steph Mantis, and Jeff Orlick of Breaking Bread New York City. They're bringing back humanity to New York City restaurants affected by the Muslim travel ban put on by our president, Donald Trump. So you guys, what events do you have coming up? Well, we've got an awesome one coming up this Saturday, which is going to be at the Safari Restaurant in West Harlem. Uh, It's the only Somali restaurant in New York City, and that's at 6 o'clock. We've got a – we're booking out the whole place, all 30 seats. It's the only Somali restaurant in the tri-state. Is it really? Yeah. That big? It's that big. What? I didn't realize it's that rare. Really? Because you hear about Somalia. You hear about it. It's not an uncommon topic. We but know it's a place, but apparently, but the food is, which I was, which is I, crazy, I had no right? idea. I mean, we, I, I'm only almost scared to say it's the only one in New York City, only because it's the only one we found. But you're telling me he told, yeah, the guy, told the you. owner told Shakib. us, Shakib, who is hosting the event, he's picking out everything, he's going to lead everyone through the meal. Uh, he said it was the only one in the tri-state, 
which is crazy. So awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's awesome that we're going to get to go, but it's also. Yeah! Wow. Only well, talk, talk about shining the light on these places because yeah. this is what's happening and, right now. And seriously, we—I mean, I don't know when I ever would have gotten to that place or when it would have crossed my radar. Right. When this stuff, like, this it's is cool. just as much exploration for us yeah. as it is for anybody else. Like, we are not the—we're only just putting this together. That's so cool because I was just going to ask you. So, what's the cuisine like? But you're going to find out. Yeah, Jeff yeah, was we, there. We'll tell you later, or join us and find out first. Did you I was eat there. there. Did I you did eat? not eat there. Okay. How did it smell? It's it was very interesting. It was cool. Um, it was not it was not something I was used to at all. I mean, it's, it's like French influence, I, I think. And I, I don't know. I, I uh, you'll find I out. We'll find out. Yeah, but, we'll find so out. that's going to be so. Sh- we're doing like this group family style meal. Uh, it's fifty bucks a head. It's all inclusive, so tax tip, everything, food, and he's going to tell us everything about each dish and bring it out. And it's just going to be awesome. We have tickets available th- through our Facebook page, which is Breaking Bread NYC. And then we have this Saturday. We have a tour led by Myra Alperson from Noshwalks, but it's actually sold out. That's down in Bay Ridge. Bravo. I think that's, that's a Yemeni lunch on Saturday. But she's also doing two tours next week. One's on the 18th. One's on the 19th. The one on the 18th is a Syrian lunch, and on the 19th is a Sephardic King's Highway situation where Incredible. I think she's going to some, like, Jewish-Syrian bakery oh, of some sort. I don't know. Myra, Jeff mentioned Myra before. She, this this woman has been doing food tours in New York City longer than anybody. I think I think since the early she's, 80s. Yeah, 30 years. She yeah. started Noshwalks in 2000, but she started doing bicycle culinary tours in the 80s. Right. Totally. So she's like a major hero and she contacted us about hey let me do something so she's got two tours next week also available through our website that's amazing and uh, do we have something else oh and we, we, we just confirmed Ka- today Kayvon Afshari Kayvon Afshari yeah he's oh, yeah. doing a Persian he's leading a Persian dinner on the 17th which is a week from this Friday mm-hmm. and that's going to be at Rava in Midtown East I believe on yeah, 30th it's Street it's 11 East 30th cool specifically and that's like he, he's from Iran he was on the Iranian Council. I forgot what it was called. Oh, you know, he was the director of communications for the Iranian American the American Council. Iranian Council. Yeah, oh, I flipped it. Uh, yeah, which is like a think tank. Um, so you're doing this all around the city, not just Brooklyn. Yeah. No, we're like trying to do it everywhere. We're trying to do it everywhere. We're trying to blow it up. So tell us, you know, for those of us who aren't familiar with the term food tour. What is that? Is actually is that actually like on foot? You go from restaurant to restaurant, or is it you go to one restaurant and they give you a presentation? Or? So usually with a food tour, it's it's multiple stops, so it's kind of a progressive meal from spot to spot to spot to spot. But what we're doing with these events is not necessarily food tours. Okay, uh, we're doing food events. Okay. So the tour we did an event on Saturday called the Middle Eats Tour, which were the five restaurants along Atlantic Avenue. But then these dinner events that we're doing. Uh, the Somali restaurant and um, and Rava with Kayvon Afshari, that the Persian restaurant. Those are just one restaurant, and then you're led through the meal. But it's you know, and it's a prefix, all inclusive, family style. It's kind of like the way I want to eat food at a restaurant is mm. I want to try everything. Yeah, sure. So that's what this will be. That's fantastic. And how, how successful was the Middle East tour? I was going to ask you about oh, that. It was crazy. I mean, that was the one that we we. I mean, that was that was like by the our bootstraps. We put that thing together. We had over eighty people show up. Amazing. Raised about twenty five hundred dollars. Um, about eight hundred of that went to the local businesses. The remaining seventeen hundred went to Care New York, which is the Council for American Islamic Relations. Um, 
everyone was super generous, super uh, supportive. A lot of people were going back into the restaurants and the bakeries to buy Amazing. stuff after the tour. So that was like additional, whatever that ended up raising, we don't know. Um, but we heard people saying that we're in the neighborhood, that we're glad we're doing this. We heard people that have just, they came out for this. This was their introductory, you know, tasting to that part of Brooklyn. And they were like, we're coming back. So that awareness thing, I mean, that's, that's what we want to hear. Yeah, and the business owners loved it. They yeah. were so ecstatic about the whole thing. It was really 100% a very wholesome event. Yes. Yeah, and it was, and it was really great because we, we didn't have to bring up the political situation. You yeah. didn't have to, like, talk about it. You know, it's, like, ah. it's another way to, to, to be active and political without having to constantly talk about, oh, how upset we are about That's it. beautiful. So there wasn't, like, riotous talking about no. it. It was just no. a beautiful no, no. experience. No. There was no too. signs or anything. Mm. No. And, and, and that's how we want it to be. Yeah, yeah that, that's that was the initial thought that we're not we're not like trying to break any windows. We're just trying to um, <laughs> break bread. Just break bread. Exactly. Yeah, break bread, not windows. And, and to counterbalance what's going on, I think that is so incredible. It's so beautiful. It's incredible. What I consider good food karma. Very you know? much. Well, so. I think yeah. in a time where you know it could be political, and it is political because a lot of people. They want to do something. There's this sort of indecision or analysis paralysis about what to do and how to do it. And so Breaking Bread NYC is trying to, to literally like put that on a plate for you, and you can buy that plate, and, and you're making a difference. So this is great. This is the best way to end this episode. Discuss how we can influence other cities to do what you guys are doing. We have like five, yeah. six, seven minutes. Go for it. This is easy. I mean, you find the restaurant in your town that you have been afraid to go to. I don't care if it's from one of those seven countries or not. Just go to that restaurant and try something and talk to the owner. What should I try? And if you don't have a restaurant from Yemen or Somalia, go to an immigrant-owned restaurant. Any in any immigrant at this point, like show some show some support for your neighbors, whether or not you know them or know where they're from. That's one way to get to know them as you share food together. Yeah, and you know what? Also share that. On social, social media. media. Yeah. yeah. This is where yeah. we can use social media for good. And that that's why this whole campaign, we're really hoping, I mean, one of my thoughts is we see all these pictures in the Facebook feed of protesters and, oh, that's a funny sign. I want to do that sign. But, you know, what if we sprinkle some pictures of delicious food in there? Like, people mm. love delicious food pictures, right? Food Unless porn. you're annoyed by it. Everybody eats. Yeah. Everybody so, eats. so the idea is let's sprinkle a little bit of that. And that that's sending a similar message. So hopefully other cities will do similar things and a lot of them have already been doing we're not like the first to use food for no and we're breaking bread nyc but there's no we, yo chicago you want to be breaking bread chicago go for it looking you at go. you la like, that's the that's the official yeah. challenge invite dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of social media where can people find all of your activities so they can catch up join buy tickets you know get get in on it Everything is on our Facebook page, which is Breaking Bread NYC. You can also access it through BreakingBreadNYC.com. And our Twitter is BreakBreadNYC. Wow. Fantastic. Now, personal question. Like, are are any of you of Muslim background or just feel like you have to support? No, No, but um, Scott and I... I don't know about Steph. I don't think so. I don't are, know yet. Are Jewish. Not Jewish, and no. And that, that really is, um, for me, that is like the core of, of a lot of things that I do personally outside of this and breaking bread. It's just, um, you know, we know what happened in the past, how it was controversial for Jews to come in um, during World War II. It was, and Americans wouldn't accept them at some points. It was, it was a discussion. 
now we think of now it's like a patriotic thing that Israel and Jews are our biggest ally, but it was not always like this. Um, and so we see these. We see these are our brothers. Uh, you know, brothers fight, as we know. Sisters also. Sisters mm-hmm. fight also. But um, this is like so important because this is this is our past and America's future. So it's 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 so integral. This is not a wait and see moment. This is a you no. know you can be a bystander or an upstander. I mean, this is us. Upstand. These are our people. Um, we may not be born in the same place, but it's us, and this is America. So this is what this is why we're here. Yeah, you remember in that movie, like when the aliens came and like mm-hmm. everybody on Earth had to get together. Like, what about that, Donald? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about that exactly? It's like, what about that? Didn't you see that movie? <laughs> no, he didn't. Clearly, <laughs> he, he doesn't know it, but he's he's the alien. Hmm. <sighs> deep. They're orange, not green. <laughs> <laughs> Sound booth is listening. All right. <laughs> Dave woke up. Yeah. Way, way awesome, you guys. And any final words on, like, you know, what people should think about and, you know, just invite them one last time because I really want this to be a success. Come on out. Visit the, you know, visit the visit the Facebook page. Oh, and also, if people want to get involved with us, if they want to help, like, this is, I mean, this is just like a collective of people working together. Uh, we would love to bring you on. If you um, have media contacts and can help out, if you want to help us with our building up our map, if you want to help us run a tour, if you are from Libya and your grandmother can cook for a bunch of people, we, we need some Sudanese restaurants, we need Libyan restaurants. If like, you're bilingual or trilingual and you want to lead a, a you know a non-English speaking tour, reach out. Um, and in general, everybody out there, all I got to say is stay hungry. Also, I guess before I say anything else, I just want to say that um, no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you made mistakes, you're lovable, and it doesn't matter your looks, skills, your age, your size, or anything. You're worthwhile. No one no can ever take, take that away from you. That is just so, right. so beautiful, you guys. Right. Oh, my God. That's Kai the Hitchhiker. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Primary Food with Breaking Bread, New York City, with Scott... Jeff, Steph, thank you guys so much. Thank you. You've been listening to Primary Food, produced by Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit member-supported radio station devoted to all things food. Help keep Heritage Radio Network alive by becoming a member today. So go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. And go check out Breaking Bread NYC. Thanks, everyone. Listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.